Back to the Daily Gloss. This is Steph. Today we have a special guest. Introduce yourself. I'm Drew. I'm your wife? significant other. <laughs> no, I'm not your wife. That is no, a running we're... joke in our family. Okay. Uh, side note: This is a running joke because at my sister-in-law's funeral, Andrew is introducing himself during our um, what is it like? It's not a speech. It was like a speech. It was like a speech, but it wasn't like a speech. It was like a good, it was like a f- like fond memory speech of yes. the person that we lost. Yes, and Andrew was so nervous that he said, "Hi, I'm Drew, and I'm Stephanie's wife," because he was so nervous about what he was gonna say. And so it's a running hey, joke but in our family. I, I got everyone to laugh in a really hard time. Yes, it was a really rough. So time, it was. It was okay. The whole room laughed. Yes, I mean, I got everyone to laugh. I feel so like it kind of echoed. I remember the laugh echoing, like it was that loud. No, yeah, it was loud. Yeah. That's what I mean. I, I literally, and then I was like embarrassed. But then in Your hindsight, face turned red. yeah, probably. Red. But in hindsight, I think it worked because it got everyone it to. It lightened the mood for. Exactly, for what we were going to say. Yeah. Um, but happy Monday. Hope you guys are having a good Monday. Um, also, Happy New Year's! Yeah, we're in 2023, and um, yeah, so <laughs> isn't that just insane? I feel like 2022 was a whirlwind. Like in me and Lynn's episode last week, we talked about all the things that happened and our New Year's resolution. So we hope you guys are encouraged by that and use this Monday to start. Your goals, what you want 2023 to be, whatever you want to manifest to come to life and pursue. Hope that was motivating. But before we're going to start into this topic, uh, Andrew and I want to just kind of recap the holiday season. And for us, it's it was busy, but it was also really, really fun. Miles gained a ton of presents because I have a lot of family members. So mm-hmm. that was hard to navigate. We haven't opened all the gifts. We stored it away. I really don't think we're going to. Yeah, I think we're going to do it throughout the years just because we want to make sure that he doesn't get bored of his toys too fast. And so we're slowly introducing a toy at a time. We did get some summer toys. Yes. Like a good. bubble machine and stuff. Which I really was going to get him that, but then we got that, and I was like, thank goodness, because I did not want to buy that. I was hoping... Imagine if we put that, that in the bathroom while he's taking a bath. He would love that. I don't think you can do that because... Oh, it would get messy and get soap yeah. bubbles everywhere, but he would love it, though. <laughs> All right, and um, today, Andrew and I celebrated our nine-year anniversary. Yeah. Nine years of marriage, you guys. That is whew, a long time. And True. we went to Pizzeria Lola. If you guys haven't been there, Andrew highly recommends it. He saw Pizzeria. So I went to Pizzeria Lola in high, in college like 10 years ago. Were we in college 10 years ago? Oh, my gosh. It was 10 years ago. Yeah. Ten, nine, 10 years ago. And... That was the last time I was there. Did you go at like the opening week or something? I don't remember. I just remember Karen and I went because she wanted to go to it. And I don't remember if it was like, I know, I don't know if it's been there for a while or if it was new. Mm. But I remember we It was came new to across. you guys though. Yes, it was new to us. I think it's not that old. So it's probably, yeah, like 10 years old. Yeah. And then um, like Andrew watched it on Netflix because it was featured. Yeah, it was on the... Um, pe- uh, what is it called? Chef's table, but it was the pizza edition, and um, this lady, the owner, she was featured as one of, like the best pizza places to eat in America, and she has multiple locations or different name cafes. She has another like pizza spot that I don't remember the name of it, but I wanted to try this one because they had the kimchi pizza. Yes. Which, Which is 
probably one of their really it was, well known. And it was honestly one of the best pizzas I've ever had. Okay. Didn't you think so? That pizza actually made me like kimchi. So before having that pizza, I couldn't tolerate kimchi because the fermentation was so thick. And then after having cooked kimchi or heated kimchi, I learned to enjoy kimchi. So that pizza really did change my taste buds for kimchi. Um, but that is actually a really good pizza. It is quite spicy, I would say. If you're not a spicy person, you might not like it. But overall, it's, it was good. What was the other one we had? A we prosciutto. Iowan, which is prosciutto with a root baby arugula. Um, what cheese was mozzarella that? Mozzarella cheese. Yeah, I think that was it. It was. It was pretty good. It too. was pretty good too. And then we had their soft serve ice cream, vanilla ice cream with extra virgin olive oil drizzle. And it was amazing. It <laughs> was now my favorite personally. <laughs> But it was amazing to Andrew. I liked it. I thought it was like, it honestly, it's like if you guys have ever grabbed like a French fry and dipped it into your ice cream, it's like that salty sweet. It tastes like that. And Stephanie's not a big fan of that, though. Yeah, and you have to taste it for yourself, you know. Don't True. go at my discretion because I'm... True. Honestly, we if I would have read that on a menu, I probably wouldn't have tried nope. it. I think the only reason why I did was because it was one of the things that they featured in the Netflix, in the Netflix show. Um, show. Mm-hmm. But that is what we did for our anniversary, our nine yeah. years. And we decided that in this episode, we're going to talk about marriage from our perspective as we celebrated nine years together. And we want to do our own take um, spin off from Joe and Lynn's episode of the marriage column. And like them, we thought it would be fun to just kind of dive and share our experience and thoughts with you. So are you ready to dive in, Drew? Yep. I'm kind of nervous, but yeah. What does marriage mean to us? I guess to you as an individual, what does marriage mean to you? You want me to go first? Yeah, go first. You're a special guest mm-hmm. today. What does marriage mean to me? Someone that I love no matter what, and someone that will keep one keep me accountable, and two also motivate me to uh, grow as a person, and now as a parent. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just another person to help lean on. And, like, I know it's cliche to say, like, your partner's your best friend. But, yeah, yeah, that one. But, but honestly, it is. <laughs> like, Stephanie is, I, I don't, I don't ever say stuff, like, I don't, we don't ever say, like, you're, a, we're best friends. I hecka never say Andrew's yeah. my best friend. I but, don't say that. A lot of people say that about their spouse, but I don't yeah, say that. That's about not kind of what we say, but at the same time, we live that though. Uh, I wouldn't say like best friend, but I think we view each other like as partners, more I, I would so say, than best friends. I don't. Yeah, because we don't really view each other as. Uh, it's kind of it's so hard to like Def- define mm-hmm. because it's like obviously we're friends. And if for some reason we weren't together, we'd probably be friends. Yes. But would we be best friends? Like, if we were to talk, like, would we be best friends outside of this? I don't think so. Like, I don't think Andrew and I would have, like, the best of friendship, you know? Like, that's what I mean. Like, uh, the best of friendship. Just because... Well, because you view your best friendship in the way of, like, you and Lynn. Mm -hmm. Yes, I do. This is how you view it. Mm Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But so marriage means for marriage to you is someone you can rely on, someone that keeps me accountable, someone that motivates me and helps me grow as a person. I think marriage for me is very sacred. Like it's oneness. There's no decision in in our relationship that doesn't affect one another. 
as we're individual, we should be individual. But when it comes to life decisions, life, yeah, when yeah. it comes to our life, it's literally one. Like, does this make sense to us? And I think it's a commitment. I think it's selfless. It's not something that you do selfishly. That's the point of marriages, to be selfless with someone um, that you want to spend the rest of your life with, you know? And that kind of leads into our next conversation is the fact that Andrew and I got married at a young age, which is not common at all in our society, not common at all in our generation. Um, and I think we just want to share some thoughts that we have about being married young and getting married at a young age. There's pros and cons to this concept and this idea. I think when you're young, you think that marriage is the, I don't know if you would think this, but I, from our perspective, it kind of seemed like marriage is the end all be all of life and that this when you get into marriage, then you begin this new, wonderful journey. And while that is so true, there's things that comes along the way that we wish people kind of shared with, not shared, but we just wish we would have done differently. I don't think it's things we w wish we would have, um, people would have shared, because I yes. think people did actually yes, share that's what I'm saying. a lot of that stuff with us. I think it was just more like, would I wish we would have listened a little bit better. And, but do I regret it? Probably not, no. The difference with Andrew and I getting married young is that we don't have a young mindset. If, if we look back at it, I wasn't raised as someone who was like treated as a child. Like my mom raised me in a sense of like you're a grown adult, even if you're like thirteen. I was gonna say twelve, but yeah, thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like yeah. it doesn't matter once you hit middle school, you're a grown adult. You you need to learn how to live your life, make this like know what you're gonna do for your future, where you're gonna like she had these expectations for an adult an adult to a child and so I never had this childhood growing up of like being a kid and so I think like that's why our mentality not that we were super mature not at all oh definitely not but, but we weren't lacking in the like we knew what we we're doing exactly and I think that like when you're young um you f always feel like you knew everything, right? Like you always feel like I'm an adult, I know what I'm doing. And while you do, I'm not saying that everybody doesn't because honestly, I think, like I said, I don't think Andrew and I lacked that much in maturity, but I don't think that every person can be married young. And it's definitely not for everyone. Yes, it's definitely not for everyone. And I think you have to... A, you have to realize that and accept that for yourself. I would say a pro getting married young is I feel like we don't have baggage from other we definitely relationships in were, our 20s. Yeah, you know? we're able to like dodge more hurt from other people. Yep. Um, and I think like another pro is that you get to grow up together. And I think a lot of this is the part where a lot of people don't want to go through. Is the growing up together and the hardship of growing up, growing up together. Yeah, because that's, that's definitely one of the harder things about getting married actually as an older person is that they always say like that's when you hit your, your, yeah. yeah. When they hit, when you hit your 30s, it's like you're, you're stuck. You're set in your ways. You're set in your ways. Mm -hmm. It's hard for you to change. And like... The first, like, year or two of our marriage was rough because we were ad adapting to each other's lifestyles mm -hmm. and understanding that I was a lot messier than Stephanie realized. Stephanie was a lot more anal and cleaning mm -hmm. than I originally liked. So it's just, like, little things, but, like, they do add up. 
add up and cause arguments and stuff. And there's like, again, there's pros and cons. I think the cons of getting married young is that you're not even an individual yet. You don't even know your identity. You don't even know who you are yet. And so that is a con of you don't know who you are and like you're going to go and become a person with another person. You're going to sacrifice yourself for another person when you haven't even figured out who you are. And I think a lot of times people don't take into consideration of how hard it is just because um, it seems easy when you see older people go through marriage, but that's because they've already worked through the hard stuff. So when they're older, it's easy. You know, like they're willing to sacrifice and work on it. Um, Not saying that like this is through every marriage, but again, this is our experience and perspective and struggles. If you are planning on getting married young, understand that it's not going to be easy. Also, I forgot to disclaim that Andrew and I getting married young is like Andrew was 23. 23. I was 22. I think financially um, is a con because we got married to the point where like only one of us was working and I don't know. Like we weren't financially stable. You didn't even graduate college yet. Like there's... Mm-hmm. There was a lot of struggles growing up. And, like, so, like, the the pro about getting married when you're a little older is that you have, you could already have the job that you're going to be at forever. Or mm-hmm. you have your master's or your doctorate. And you you don't have to worry about financial things. And you just have to worry about the relationship aspect. So, like, I think, like, if you're choosing to wait, like, that's the pro about it. Like, you don't have to struggle that way like we struggled financially we struggled in communication in communication and and because we struggled financially we we moved a lot because mm-hmm. we had to keep moving our way up to like potentially get up like when we got our home so it's like if one of us already had a house you know like there's a lot of different struggles but like stephanie says the, the pro about getting married young is that we're actually able to struggle like that together. So when bigger struggles in life, like this past year with losing family members, we were able to do that together instead of just dating and losing family members, you know. Mm-hmm. Like Andrew and I said, it is a thick mud of struggle. It is not a light thing to go through. And you, mm-hmm. when you go through a young marriage, you have to really work at it. It is not that it, it would never go away. It could only be worked on daily. And I think that's something that you would never understand until you're in it, I guess, if you want to do it. Because a lot of times I feel like we know people that leave their marriage because the it's hard. It's not easy. It's really hard. And not that it's any easier when you're older, but I think as a young person with a very young mindset, it's easy to give up when you need to realize that oh i'm young they're young and we don't really know what we're doing we should just work through this together obviously it depends on the situation okay it depends on the person yeah all this is perspective yes this is all of our perspective and i also feel like if if you're not being treated well okay that's a whole different story correct or if you were dumb and you thought you loved someone and you actually don't. Right. Like, there, there's, I don't know, we're making it seem like don't get married young. <laughs> like, there's a lot of negative it, things. It's, all, it's yeah. literally all of your situation. Mm-hmm. And and no matter what, if you get married old or young. There's just, pros and cons to correct. both. And, that's and what I think saying. the biggest thing is remember what got you to the dance. Like, throughout all the struggles between getting married young or old, if you're in this position of you're about to get married old, remember what got you there when you guys have struggles, when you guys are, like, figuring out what you want to do in life and stuff or travel or all those life struggles that you guys have. Remember what got you there. Like, what what about this person is the reason why you married them? 
what about this person is the reason why you love them and you want to care for them for the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. So I think that is what we're trying to say is if you have that old or young, if you know that love and that that commitment isn't going to go away, then personally, I don't know why you would wait. Um, because there is pros and cons to both. Whether you yeah. get married young or whether you get married married in an older age, there is always going to be pros and cons to both. Um, so yeah, that's our thoughts because we got married young and I know some people may have questions on that as well. Um, the next thing we want to answer is what has been our greatest struggle and how did we overcome it? Okay, I'll have Andrew answer. Because no, I was going to say you go first. You're a special guest. Go ahead. I don't know. Go ahead, wifey. Girl, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like, okay, it might, when I read this question, there's two that comes to mind. What has been our greatest struggle was finance, like Andrew said. Yeah. In our marriage, finance has been a great struggle, again, because we were young and we got married really young. Okay, now that I answered, do you have a different struggle? No. I think it was definitely, it still is, like, one of the hardest things that we have to work, we always work on. Mm-hmm. And I think even the more money we make. The more we will still struggle. It's still going to do it. Because mm-hmm. y'all don't know this. If y'all don't know this, the more money you make, the more money you spend. And it really doesn't really affect it. The biggest thing that affects it is how you budget it. And, yeah, how you change your mindset about money. Yeah, and I think that's something that me and Stephanie grew up with both of our family really bad with money. So I think for us, it's one of those things where we... I feel like it's the opposite. I feel like you feel that way, but I I feel like I have a harder time with money because my parents were so stingy to share with us. Not stingy, okay, I'm sorry, that's the wrong word. I feel like my parents, they just... They, were, they have such a poverty mindset that when I earned money, I was able to spend it because I got to buy what I wanted because my parents never let me buy what I wanted. Well, so I, 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 still view it, really I still view it the worthless. same. They're bad like, with money because yeah. in the sense, they, don't, they didn't teach you how to use it. That's not bad with money. That's just bad at teaching. Oh, okay. Just That's not, fair. Yeah. My parents are bad with money. They, they're like Stephanie was when we first got married. <laughs> You had the money in your account, it's going to leave faster than it I don't goes know how in. that was. I feel like that still is. I'll be looking at my bills. Buy a dollar bill. Okay. Yeah. So I think, yeah, that's something for sure that we will always struggle with until we figure out what works for us. And, and that is something yeah. that Andrew and I are heavily working on. Mm-hmm. It's not something we take lightly, um, especially after having Miles. This is a struggle that we're really trying to work on. And It's a lot different when you have more than one person depending on your financial means. Mm-hmm. Like when it's just me and Steph, we're like, oh, we're broke, but we can eat ramen for right. for a weekend. Now it's like, yeah, we're broke, but we still need to buy this, this, and this, and this, and this mm-hmm. because this boy is going to run through all this stuff. So you have to like... It's a different kind of broke now. It's like right. a budgeting broke. Our financial struggle is something we will work on and we'll, we will overcome it. And we know mm-hmm. that because we're choosing to work on it. And I think when it comes to like a, str- a great struggle in your relationship, the choice is, are you working on it to overcome it? Are no. you going to sit down, communicate, mm-hmm. break it down, tear it apart, and figure out how you can overcome it or right. try different mm-hmm. steps yeah and the and when i read again like at the beginning of this question i said two things came to mind the second thing that came to my mind about our greatest struggle is that andrew and i had to grieve this year like the biggest year of grieving we lost four people back to back you know and i think that was a great struggle of ours that we had to learn to go through together because we don't know how to grieve. We never had to grieve. And when we had to grieve, we suddenly had to do it in time span of like, what, five months? You yeah. Know? Yeah. And less than six months for sure. Yeah, less than six months for sure. It was like half the year was us going to funerals, planning funerals, paying for funerals, 
how we overcame that is realizing that uh, realizing our hurt and how much we're hurt. And I'm not saying that it was easy because Andrew and I argued a lot in our grief because we were so hurt by the grief. You know, like not by each other, but just how we were handling our grief and realizing that we're both just very emotional people right now. Um, yeah, how do you think we handle that? I think we're still working on it. Mm-hmm. I think there's times where some days are easier than others. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then there's some days that, like, I, I, I like, I'll listen to a song and it reminds me of someone and I'm like, why the frick am I, like, tearing up? It. Even yeah. though, like, like, when they're here, it's like, for me, the struggle with the grief that I'm having right now is, like, regretting every situation with these individuals that I missed out of. Oh, yeah. I think that's the hardest thing for me. It's like, oh, I wish I would have hung out with that person more. Or, like, mm-hmm. what would that person say in this situation? Like, there's something that came up over, like, the weekend with our family and I'm like, man, if this person was here, I know they would have had my back the entire time. And they would have been like, what the heck is wrong with this other person? And it's like, mm-hmm. it's like you miss certain parts of certain people. And and I don't know if that will ever go away. Yeah. And that's the thing is we're right now, like currently, our greatest struggle is this. Because I think we've only been through like, I would say we've only been through like three huge struggles and in, in our marriage yeah that's pretty good odds no yeah that's what i'm saying because like, you think about the years yeah nine years so three it's like every three years yeah <laughs> does that mean this next three years we're good for a little bit jeez please lord let's, let's hope knock on wood let's hope but um so yeah the first struggle we had was with my parents i still Andrew. i still think that is one that's bigger than I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's our greatest struggle. It's our. It's one of our hardest struggles. It's definitely up there. Mm-hmm. I think it put a lot of pressure on us as how strong are we as a couple. Yeah. It challenged us. Yeah. In hindsight, Andrew and I probably only went through like three huge or quote quote greatest struggle. Mm-hmm. And that's like one, Andrew, my parents not accepting Andrew. Two our financial struggle as a married couple. Because I think that, to me, I view this question as us as a couple, you know? Gotcha. And, like, what has strained our relationship? Mm-hmm. And I think financial does strain people's relationship, and no one really talks about that. But that's a reality. Yeah, and I think it's something that, like, even when we get amazing at it, it's. Sti- I feel like the, there's some no, struggles. Even that- when you get amazing at it financially, it still affects your relationship because yeah. you're both happier. See, so it, oh, true, true. You know, so I was gonna say, even affects. if you get it amazingly, it's it's a struggle that is in your life that you'll never have to not worry about. Yes, unless you're like, you have so much money that it literally you does not matter. Yes, like if we had like five hundred billion dollars or a billion dollars, even mm-hmm. one bill, like we wouldn't think about it. That's what I mean. Like, so our greatest struggle, right? It's like. That and financial still affects your relationship. And then mm-hmm. now what's affecting our relationship is, you know, learning to grieve and learning how to overcome it together. Right. Yeah. And like yeah. because we've lost people like family members together, it's like figuring out how especially for you, because you're so new to this process, because when you lost someone mm-hmm you were so young that it didn't affect you the same way and you weren't as close to these people. Right. And so now that you've lost people that you're actually really c- close to and that we actually both know and that we both have a re- relationship to, for you, a, a lot of this grief is understanding how to deal with the grief and not get mad about certain things about your grief and on everyone. Right. Not just me, but like your siblings and people you're close with, like, Lean on them in appropriate ways and not inappropriate ways. Yeah. Like leaning on them, not pushing them yeah. away. Yeah. Yeah. And so I feel like that's 
the three struggles I feel like Andrew we gone through. I know you guys asked for one, but like if well, we look we're giving at you it, all of them. <laughs> like if we look at it in a very huge time span of our nine years, because mm-hmm. we just celebrated nine years, this is the three huge greatest struggle we gone through and the first struggle we went through with my parents not accepting Andrew was you know him just coming around and telling my parents and accepting their terms you know Mm -hmm. and that's how we overcame that and like our financial struggle like we know that that's something we want to tackle and that's something that we're going to overcome and we're choosing to overcome together because it will benefit our relationship and not strain our relationship because mm-hmm. it strained our relationship before and we understood what that was like and so we don't want to go back there. And then now that we're both, you know, in a different perspective of our grief, we're learning to um, overcome that. That's, again, something we're choosing to o- dive in together. And so... I hope that answers your question. (laughs) (laughs) That was a long answer. Okay. Next is, what is your biggest insecurity in your relationship slash marriage? I think that I've never been someone... Okay, this might sound really unbelievable. But I think I've always been someone who has never been insecure in a relationship. Dang, this girl's cocky as hell. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm saying it seems unbelievable. But I think it's because... I, I honestly don't know either. I, because I honestly think that I just don't put my identity in marriage, like in our marriage, to feel insecure. I feel insecure about myself. But know? I think that... Like, I feel insecure about, like, myself and who I am. But well, yeah, it's in, like, our, in our marriage. Is this question so supposed to be like, like I, like I know someone that's married and they've never farted in front of their significant other. Yeah, like that's insecurity. Yeah. Yeah, is that what they're saying? Like stuff like that, or is it like? I I think so. Like it could be light or deep. You know. Uh, that. Do you want me to tell you what uh, Lynn said? Yeah. <laughs> I do. If you listen, Joe and Lynn's episode. Was I don't so think good. I finished it all the way. Oh, Lynn said that it was. That um, her biggest insecurity, I think, was Joe talking to her, to his girlfriends, his friend girls. Like, he doesn't, she doesn't oh, like Joe having friend she, girls. Gotcha. Yeah. So, like, for her, she took it deep, but I think for. I, I okay, so, deep. like, for, for instance, something like that, I feel like you and me both came out of a relationship at the same time that we, uh, I had those issues with, mm-hmm. and then I realized like that was the reason, one of the reasons why I your relation, your previous relationship failed. Failed, and granted, I'm happy it did. Hindsight, dodge bullet. But um, sorry yeah, if you're listening. Yeah. Okay. I don't have. I never had that with Steph. Yeah, like she's like the best person in the world to me. But I'm. I have so much faith and so much. Um, confident in who Stephanie is, that she, w- I, I trust that she would never do anything like that. Now I could be just stupid for all. Yeah, I know. you is, <laughs> girl. <laughs> but, but like, yeah, like I don't know. I, I don't have anything like that. Honestly, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So okay. Maybe my insecurity is that you're is, not good enough for me. No. <laughs> I think I think an insecurity I had, had with had with you and with other people is telling them that I'm afraid of birds. Why? Cuz I didn't I hate I, birds too. Yeah, but okay, but you know how afraid I am of birds and I feel like I I'm didn't I'm afraid too. I'm dead afraid. I'm <laughs> yeah, dead but afraid I feel like for a while I couldn't tell you that until I got attacked and I had a panic attack <laughs> in Italy. <laughs> I don't know. I just never had an insecurity in my relationships because maybe because I never ex- maybe maybe because I never experienced a bad relationship, so I don't have that. Like, like I never experienced someone cheating on me, or someone. Because I think it's because you also didn't date a lot. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, I never had a relationship where it was bad. And um, that. I mean, your last relationship was bad, but 
it wasn't bad in that aspect. Right. You've okay, but you've always been that person that people are chasing. Yes. You're not a person that's who who chases. Yes. So I think that's why you don't have that insecurity. Exactly. And I also feel like my relationship with Andrew is I don't have an insecurity because I think he we have conversation where Andrew will always be like, oh, wow, like you're so beautiful or like you're so pretty or you're so good at this and that. And to me, it's just like, oh, yeah, he wants me. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> girl. I think it's also you saw that I didn't put that pressure on you. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but th- that's the thing is like if I was dumb – like, like, you wouldn't have dated me two years prior of us dating. Yes, no. Because of the way I was acting. Right. We don't have those struggles. I think, I don't know. You know, yeah, we it's just. It's kind of hard to tell because we've been together for nine years. We kind of forget all. Of, if we had, like, yeah. little ones, like, not farting or, or like, I'm not going to pick my nose in front of Stephanie or, like, her not eating her boogers in front of me. She does uh, that, so it's, like, fine. Heck. <laughs> Heck no. Nast. <laughs> That's nasty. Yeah, I don't know. That one's hard. I feel like, if anything, there's insecurities together in a relationship mm-hmm. that or like just I don't individual, want people to know. You know, like, as an individual, for me, like, I feel insecure. Like, oh, man, am I doing enough in my own life? You know, like, am I getting to where I want to be? Am I contributing to where I want to be, where I, I see us being. Yeah, but I think you know what I mean? Like, that would be in our relationship then. I would say, like, that's like, I would say if it's an insecurity, that's what I would say is, man, am I, are we doing enough to where we see our future? Mm. All right, next question. What are some traditions that we have started together? Ooh, take us back to nine years. We wind. Now we're nine years younger. We're nine years younger. Um, wow. What is some traditions we start together? I think, yeah, watching Christmas movies together. Um, I feel like we watch Medea movies. We watch White Chicks together. I never watched that until I, I watched it with you. Yeah. So I feel like that's like one of our movies. And I feel like Medea. Like you never watch yeah. Medea movies until Same. me. And so if Medea comes out with a new movie, we Andrew instantly would... watch it yeah. together. Um, or if we watch rewind runs, you know. Yeah. So I think like stuff like that. But then also, we do Christmas together. Yes. So like we do it obviously with each other's families, but on Christmas Day, we do it ourselves together. Mm-hmm. And then now that we have Miles, now we do it with Miles. Now we do it with him as well. Um, yeah. So I think that's like tradition. Yeah, I also also say that like. Some tradition that Andrew and I usually do in the summer, too, is we like actually taking walks. And we like to be outside a little bit. Um, and now that Andrew likes fishing. I was going to say, I feel like every year we go fishing together. Yeah, like at least once. A family camp. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a tradition that we've been doing the last few years, too. Yeah, it's going to family camp. Even though that's like, I don't know, it became a different tradition. tradition. Yeah. So that's fun. Some tradition that we do want to start together is going to Disney World as often as possible. We've done it twice. Yes. And Uh, hopefully a third time soon. mm -hmm. Okay. What has been the highlight of our marriage? Having our kid. So Andrew and I put off having a child. Okay, I put off having a child for the last eight years, seven years, because we have Miles our eight year. Yeah, seven years, and within that, I would say like we did a lot of amazing things. You know, traveled, reached our dreams. We went to Europe twice. Yeah, pursued with barely any like. Looking back, I'm like, dude, how, how do, did we do? Find I don't it? know how we did. Back that. to the financial part of the episode, like, how the heck did we afford to go to Europe twice? Honestly, we were just really lucky that we got cheap flights. We got cheap flights. We got money at the right time. Yes, <laughs> like it was a miracle it was just in itself. A yeah, but 
yeah, I would have to say, like Andrew, becoming a parent is a highlight in our marriage together because we just learned so much and grown and became like add on another identity to ourselves, and we're still learning. And we probably will learn until we're not here anymore. Yeah, for sure. Like with being a parent, I don't think after being a parent for over a year, it's like one. No parents ever perfect. And two, it's something if you choose, you can mm-hmm. always learn from. Yeah. Every day is a learning thing. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I think for me, I love it. I like it a lot. For some people, oh, I understand yeah. how it would be stressful. And Oh, really? <laughs> okay. Next question is, has either of you changed since your marriage? How does that affect you as a couple? Um... I would say, heck, yeah, we've both changed drastically since we've been married. We went from college students to parents in nine Oh, years. yeah, no, we went from in nine years, Pam. Right. That's one huge. of us working at Target and the other one didn't have a job. Yes. To. To one of us not working and one for. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> No, we went from, like, working, like, our dream jobs. Yes. And doing, and, like, having a house, Mm -hmm. a new car. Like, Mm -hmm. no, I mean, yeah, we're all saying financial stuff, but y'all don't, I don't, people don't understand. When you're young, financially, that's hard. Yeah. But I would say, like, mentally, we both have changed so much since marriage. And I would say Andrew changed mentally as well. I feel like... He, and physically. Yeah, physically and mentally. Okay, chill. <laughs> so, Andrew used to be this very arrogant person. If you ask my sisters, okay. they would say, like, oh, my gosh, Andrew used to be so ignorant and arrogant. And, like, now, you know, he's, like, changed because he's been in my family for a long time and been exposed to another culture. You know what I mean? Like, you're exposed to a culture that, it's so different from yours that you learn to empathize and view the world in a very different way. Um, so, yeah, it did benefit. I mean, how it affect our relationship as a couple is it just benefited. We have a, a lot more benefits than negatives. Yes. I mean, I don't think we'd still be here if we had a lot of negatives, you know. But I think that our negatives, we didn't um, allow that us. They don't outweigh our positives ever. And I think that if you're going through a lot of negatives, it's easier to give up. It's easy mm-hmm. to walk away. But I think we choose a lot of times, and not that we choose, but like we we talk to people, that people we trust, and they will literally push us to work at it before we can give up. Working at it pushes us to where we are today. Um. So yeah. That is how it affected us as a couple. I think it just pushed us to be better. Yeah. Um, yeah. How have I changed since our marriage? I, I think the same. Like, you, I mean, a lot of this is just being young. Mm-hmm. Like, your opinion on certain people, certain being ignorant in your own way mm-hmm. and growing up in learning how to talk and communicate with people better and stuff. It's just, like, all young stuff. Like, that's what stands out to us. I think for a marriage side of thing, I think you become a lot more open and a lot more uh, emotionally free. I think that actually going back to, like, the insecurity thing, I think that might actually be one of your things. What? It's that you aren't, like, a very emotionally upfront with your emotions sometimes like it took that's what i mean like like that's my biggest change yeah because for me it's like you i didn't know how to cry breast i never cried my entire life yeah like you literally like i don't know how to cry until this past year before this past year i think you have seen me cry maybe three times ever in our marriage and that's including one time during this dumb drama like like not in bad situations, like in general, that like that's all she did, and like within since Miles being here, like 
this girl cries a lot. <laughs> it's I like, <laughs> a lot so I think I think that was something that Stephanie has always struggled with in life in general, not just being marriage, and that's something that changed. And I think for the positive, and I, I think people should be more in touch with their emotions and not afraid to let them go, man or woman or whatever you go by. Like, I think being in touch with your emotions and being okay to as cry a as a human is important. Yeah, and I think not that it's insecurity, not that I was insecure to cry in front of Andrew. I just didn't know how to even cry at all. And so this has been a biggest change in our marriage is me learning how to be more emo uh, accepting of my emotions mm-hmm. and letting Andrew know how it felt and how did it affect our relationship. It only benefited us. Because yes. the thing is, Andrew was willing to allow that in our relationship. But I'm if, a big crybaby. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying like sometimes people don't allow things oh. in their marriage or allow a, a person to change. I think if you don't know how to adapt, it becomes rough on your relationship. Mm. What has been the greatest thing we have learned through our marriage? Not that you can't be an individual, but... They don't know how to see. I think some marriages let one person be in charge. Yeah. And like what let, like you said earlier, like they view themselves through this person. Yes. So so someone's always like leading. The yeah, and I think for both of us, I think one of our greatest strengths through our marriage, and it's helped in general in life, is letting each other be in charge. Both. Like sharing that lo- yes. r- load. I also feel like because I, I don't know. It's not that like we don't think that no one should. We just allow each other to leave our lead our marriage because we know where we are at mentally. So if I'm not in a mental state of being able to do what I need to do. That Andrew would take the lead. But if Andrew's in a place where he can't do it, I take the lead. Because marriage is not just... Um, a coach oh. with one teammate. Like one... It's not just it's a, a coach. Team. Yeah, it's yeah. a team. It's right. We're both... Having to work at it. Doing yeah. it together. Because if you're in a marriage where you're, it's always just that one person, then you feel like... You're literally just either being dragged or you're always dragging someone. And for us, we don't view our marriage as that. We view it as, okay, if we're a team, then if I'm not gonna be able to do it, you're gonna be you're gonna have to do it. Like you you're gonna make sure that you both get there. I think that's how we view our marriage. And then the last question of the night is how has your lifestyle changed since becoming parents? Drastically. Uh huh. Well, no, but honestly. Yeah, your lifestyle becomes. I don't know how to explain it. Oh, like I'll explain like this. My best friend just had a kid, and he lives across the country and or across the world, not the country. Like, literally lives on a different continent. Comes to the states for Christmas. We hang out. And instead of us talking about what we did in high school and hanging, like, we would just, like, go and get in our car, my car and we would, like, listen to stupid music and just, like, chill and then, like, go out, out to eat and stuff like that. We literally spent three hours talking about both of our kids because they just had one, too. And, like, in the sense of, like, that's how it is now. And I think for both of us, like, thinking about it and texting each other back and forth, it's, like, it's kind of hard to adjust. Yeah. Parenting lifestyle is very hard to adjust the first few years, I feel like, yeah. because you're learning, you don't know what you're doing, and then you're trying, your, you're doing your best, you know? So mm-hmm. you're, you're trying, you're literally trying everything that kind of works, and you're figuring out what the child's schedule is like, and then you're trying to figure out what your schedule would be like. And, but, like, Miles wants to go to bed at... 7.30. And so we have, we can't, like, last night, for instance, was the New Year. We stayed out till 11. We didn't even see the ball drop. Like, yeah. it's not like we stayed out late, but that messed up his entire sleeping schedule. 
And because of that, like, he slept less and we slept less. It's not like if we go to bed late, he goes to bed late and we can't sleep in. Yeah, and I think that our lifestyle before becoming parents was we were very busy body. We did a lot of things. We loved checking out new places. And then after having Miles, again, we're just adjusting. And I don't think that we we don't know what our lifestyle is yet as parents. Because the first year of parenting, you're just still figuring it out. And you don't have a lot of free time. And so for us, we're not going to allow that to define what our parenting lifestyle is. Because if we look at it, it's only going to get better because we're going to be able to do more things with Miles. We're going to be able to Mm -hmm. run to the store without having to worry about packing a diaper bag or... Are we gonna have formula? Are we gonna have milk? You know. Well, and, and that's what I I say. What that's what I was trying to say with like me and my friend. It's like now that we have kids, like we are able to communicate about that and find enjoyment of what our kids learning and stuff like that instead of like uh, talking about. I mean, talking about like games. dumb show or playing video games together. Like that's not what we do anymore. And it, it's like we reminisce about the past but then we're also happy about where we are in life right now mm-hmm. and we wouldn't change that for anything so it's kind of like there's times in our lives that we're kind of like oh i i would what would i give to be the be able to sleep tonight not even that <laughs> for me it's like oh what would i give to like hang out with my friend all night and not worry about anything mm-hmm. stay up until like we both crash and just hang out or go home hang out with my wife and take on my baby <laughs> like that's mm-hmm. our, our lives are just different yeah and, and i think this is adjustment yeah it's adjustment and i think you have to find the positive in parenting lifestyle because the first few the first year is hard you guys like the lack of sleep it is hard and sometimes you do question yourself if this is the right decision but again i i believe it it will co- become easier if you allow to be in a good headspace and so that is our lifestyle currently. All right, let's thank our special guest for being with us today. I hope you had fun and enjoyed this thank you, episode. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, did you have fun? Yeah, it was fun. Okay. Um, comment, go to the Instagram and... Um, just let Stephanie and Lynn know that you want me and Joe back and we'll come back. Gosh. We know we're the fan favorites, so just let yeah. us know when you guys want us back. So just comment down below. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you guys have a great Monday and tune in every Monday, actually, to hear more from the Daily Gloss. Feel free to follow us. Give us that five star. And then we'll be back the more stars you guys give us, you guys. Dang. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope this was super helpful, enjoyable, and you know what? Just informative, whether you're in a relationship or in a marriage or wedding planning. I will see you guys next Monday. Bye. Bye.